So I wanted to start this podcast off like I normally do, saying, hey, what's going on? Welcome back. But it's been quite a long time since I had any sort of episode come out. If you've been following some of my stuff from the from the beginning, you know I started with Optimal Living Podcast and Optimal Body Podcast with Sean Golden, and then moved a little bit away from that and started doing some shorter segments called Boss Bites. Both of those are still up and available on SoundCloud or iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, um, and also on Stitcher. And I just wanted to make sure that people know that. Um, But this is something completely different. It's something I've been considering for quite some time and something that I wanted to do. And that's sort of the main topic that we have today, sort of doing the things that you want to do and not letting fear or doubt overcome you. Um, But before we get into that, I just wanted to talk about me and my situation and, and what's going on. So... A couple months back, I decided that I was going to radically change what I was doing. Um, Most of you have been familiar with my previous website, bossstrength.com, and I came to the decision that the website was not what I wanted it to be. You know, I had sort of somewhere down the road lost the main idea behind it, which was education. You know, I had quit my job. I was really unhappy and I wanted to turn to something that I knew that I would feel comfortable with, but something that would challenge me and something that I cared deeply about. And it started to turn into things that I didn't want it to be. You know, I was doing online personal training. I was doing my own guided training. And it just it just wasn't something that I was really enjoying. I, I just didn't find any value in it. I felt like I was doing uh, the people that were paying me a disservice, you know, not because online training is bad or anything. It's a it's a great opportunity. It just wasn't something that I felt passionate about, and it wasn't something that, you know, got got me real fired up in the morning. And you know, to me, that was something that I needed to change. And I remember sitting sitting one night, and I was you know, thinking about some some teachings. Uh, from a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. You've probably probably heard of him before uh, from VaynerMedia. Very popular on Instagram, sort of like a self-motivator, great um, entrepreneur. And one of his lessons was something about the willingness to pivot. And, you know, willingness to pivot when the market or whatever you're doing demands you to pivot. And that really, you know, hit close to home with me. You know, I had been spending all this time doing the things that I wasn't really really happy with I was sort of going through the motions and I decided that it was time you know to change things up and and do things closer in line with with what I really cared about and because of that I decided to start uh, working on a new website it's called Muscle Science Academy it's not totally finished yet but um, you know there's still some posts up there you can go there you can check out what I've got going on Um, it's pretty basic but it's more in line with what I was really hoping for out of a website. You know, I really wanted everything to be education-based. I didn't want, you know, people to be trapped behind a paywall. I just wanted people who wanted real information about exercise, health, you know, lifestyle, those kind of things. And, and you know, uh, I wanted to get really heavy into different research ideas, what evidence says about, you know, training and nutrition. And, and I wanted to just have a platform that people could have an open discussion about these things you know one of the things that really bothers me with the current climate that is you know social media and media is that a lot of people are are too afraid 
to speak their mind. And now I'm not talking about people giving unsolicited opinions and just, you know, talking bullshit about things that they don't know. I'm talking about people who have something real and tangible to say, something that will progress all of us forward, you know, but might be trapped in this in this uh, prison of fear of, you know, putting their own work out and, you know, this inability to find outlets to publish their work. So I wanted to be able to pro- provide a platform for myself as well as others to both learn and to teach. So that's something that's in the works right now. And, and I think a lot of people are going to like it. I, I know when I think of the idea and I'm, when I'm working on the website, it's something that I feel really good about. I feel like it's it can help progress the lives of people and and help them learn because that's something you know that's the whole point that's that's what i care about i care about educating you as the listener and the reader and you know my my goal is to make your life easier you know i've i've gone through the mental and the physical struggles of you know trying to achieve the body that i want or trying to achieve the level of performance that i desire and it's not easy it's difficult it's it's really hard you know even for people like me and and i don't want to say like me you know, to sort of like put myself on a pedestal, but like I've spent a lot of time researching exercise and nutrition science to find the best, you know, the best pathway to take, you know, with whatever goal you have going on. And even for me, it's difficult. It's difficult to understand what's right and what's wrong. And, you know, what are things that you should focus on and what are things that you should ignore? It's difficult. So I want to be able to provide a platform so that people who haven't had the ability to dedicate as much time to this field as I have, that they can, you know, learn and, and and take information and apply it to their own training. So I just wanted to give, if anybody is listening to this that's listened to my work before and, you know, you're sort of wondering what's going on, it's just that I needed a change of pace. I started a new job. I started working at a bike shop down in Boulder, Colorado. Um, I just needed, you know, some some FaceTime with people. I, I needed to start working with people outside of the confines of my computer screen and you know I've been really working hard to try and balance everything and get back to a healthy state where I you know felt that I could bring my best work to people and and that's sort of where I'm at right now so in instead of wasting any more time I wanted to sort of dive right in to the first topic that I want you know something that I wanted to really dive into was doing things that you care about so this is something that I've struggled with my entire life, you know, and it's hard to say that, you know, because by all means, I've been given a pretty, I don't want to say privileged because I don't feel that I'm privileged. I've been given a life where I have the ability to pursue the things in life that I care about, you know, and that's, and that's something that not everybody can say. But a lot of people have the opportunity and just never act on it. And it's something that I'm guilty of as well. There's so many things in this world that I, you know, want to do or that I've, you know, had this great idea to do. And I just, you know, don't act on it for, you know, a number of different reasons, whether that's fear, that's doubt that something will be successful, doubt that I'll even be able to accomplish what I set forth to do, fear that other people, you know, people that have opinions that I shouldn't care about but I do end up caring about, which I'm sure a lot of the listeners of this episode do as well. You know, all these different things that culminate in to keeping us from acting on the desires that, you know, the things that we want to do in our life. And 
I think that's a real shame and and it's a problem. It's a problem that I have and it's something that I'm, you know, working on and I'm and I'm hoping that you know if other people are in a similar situation that they'll take this advice and at least get started. And that's my first suggestion for these kind of things is to just start doing it. And I know that's super cliche, you know, everybody just says, you know, even Nike, they say just do it. You know, but there's something there's something really important about that message because so often most of us have what I would imagine are actually real, tangible, good ideas that can progress your life and the life of others. And a lot of times we're just we're afraid to get started. You know, a lot of people are afraid of starting something new. You know, you know, jumping into the into the void, into the unknown of you know where where can I take it? How much time am I going to have to put forth? How am I going to deal with setbacks? Am I going to have setbacks? Are people going to hate on me for doing this? You know, is this actually something that I should be dedicating my time to? These are all questions that we have to ask, and they're legitimate questions. But a lot of the time, just getting started is the best thing that you can do. You know, I had mentioned earlier about how I started working at a, at a bike shop down in Boulder. And this was something, you know, it, it initially started out as I just wanted something something different to do on the side, something to break up the monotony of just writing and, you know, working on websites and, and writing articles and doing research and so on and so forth. But then I started to get the idea that, you know, maybe I could turn this into becoming a mechanic and I could use these, these skills and, and tools to improve my life in one way or another. And, you know, it's as simple as working on bicycles, but, you know, it started from I didn't even know how to put a chain back on. You know, I didn't know how to adjust brakes. I didn't know how to change brake calipers, so on and so forth. You know, this is a little bit off topic from the typical things that I like to talk about, but it's a really good example of how you can just start and begin to perfect perfect what you're doing over time. You learn and you get better. You have this opportunity to improve and you know to really learn something about something different and to learn something about yourself you know that's a great example because when i first started i i didn't even know you know the different moving parts of a bike and now it's gotten to the point where i can reliably change brakes i can reliably adjust handlebars i can reliably you know tune up these bikes and and work and and i the bike shop that I work at is an electric bike shop, so it's a little bit more, it's a little bit more intense. It's a little bit more detailed on on things that you need to know about bicycles, and it's gone from I had zero idea to now I have a little bit of idea, and you know that might not be saying much, but it's a step in the right direction, you know. And this does translate over into you know getting better uh, in health and fitness, and you know just taking that leap of faith to do the unknown to do the things that you want to do but you're just not sure if you can handle it you know another good example is right now i'm i'm working towards a marathon a friend of mine connor um who i also work with down in boulder you know we got this crazy idea like hey we should do a a trail marathon out in moab utah and if you don't know anything about moab moab's like the mountain bike capital of the world i mean some of the craziest terrain most the most beautiful views that you could imagine and it's right in our backyard here you know and and at first it was kind of like well i'm not a runner you know i've always wanted to be a runner i've always wanted to you know put that in my tool belt and and do something with it but it's just i've never been built to be a runner 
And the idea of having to lug my huge body around for 26.2 miles, you know, and then tack on to that that you're in, you're on a trail in the back country of Moab, Utah, you know, that's pretty scary. And it's for for many people that are in my situation, the answer is very clear. You know, there's no way I can do this and there's no way that I should be doing it. But the thing is is that I want to do it. You know, I want I've always wanted to be a good runner. I've always wanted to just be a good athlete. And being a good athlete extends much further in my mind. It's extends much further than just being able to deadlift 500 pounds. You know, sure that's a great accomplishment, you know, and it was a great accomplishment for me to be able to do it, but it, you know, there was something missing. And the way that I'm looking at this marathon is it's it's something that's a crazy challenge. I mean, I'm going from where, you know, running four or five miles is a, a pretty big task. And I've, you know, now tasked myself with one day in the next couple months having the capacity to run for 26.2 miles. And, you know, at this point, I have no idea how it's going to go. My goal is to go into this marathon, you know, being hard as, hard as shit. You know, I want to I want to go into it having no doubts that I'm going to be able to come out on the other side of that finish line. You know, but will that happen? I'm going to make every effort I can to make sure that it happens. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know if a week from now I'm going to injure myself. I don't know if a month from now I'm going to injure myself. I don't know if a month from now I'm going to hit some crazy plateau and, you know, I'm going to get to mile 13 and I'm just going to be totally gassed and then I'm not going to know what to do. I don't know. And that's scary. And, you know, sometimes that's scary enough to get people to not even embark on the journey in the first place. And I don't want that for you. And I don't want that for other people, you know. And again, this extends so much further than me just talking about, you know, making some progress at a bike shop or, you know, embarking on this journey to to finish a, a trail marathon that I probably had no business entering in in the first place. You know, it, it extends into real life things. You know, my website, for example, that was something that I started like six, seven years ago, and it was just an idea. You know, you look at websites now and, and some of them are just incredible and you think to yourself like, wow, how could I get, you know, 100,000 visitors a day? And it's not something that I've ever achieved, but I've gotten to the point where people, you know, comment, they come to the website, they they talk about things, they respond, they talk to me, they ask me questions. And really, that's that was the goal. The goal for me was never to get to a million visitors, visitors a day. It was to create a platform that people could learn and that I could teach and that I could learn from other people, you know. And me doing this podcast, you know, it's scary. There's so many different podcasts out there. There's so many people who are already doing the same things and you know I you get this idea in your head like what the fuck does anybody care about what I have to say like how am I seeing anything different and I'm just here to tell you that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you start and and don't know what the hell you're doing and do a terrible job you know because then the beauty in that is that you have room to improve you have things to get better with you have like this opportunity to to learn and to enjoy the journey of of going through the trials and tribulations of trying something new. You know, there's there's something there's something special 
about coming up with an idea and being able to overcome this fear of the unknown. You know, when I was thinking about the topic for this podcast, I kept, it's something that I've always thought about, you know, people like Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, you know, the creators of Apple. And, and I just try and do a little thought experiment of what must have been going through their minds when they came up with this great idea to build a, you know, a personal computer. You know, at the time, personal computers were not really a thing. I mean, they were, you know, back then it was, it was in its infancy, you know, the, this idea of being able to take what once filled entire rooms and compile it down into a box that you could carry around with you or that you could purchase and, and have in your own home. And, you know, eventually that led to, you know, being globally connected with, with other people. And eventually it turned into the I, the iPod, which eventually paved the pathway for every mobile device that we currently understand, you know, just think for a moment the amazing amount of fear and anxiety and doubt that must have been going through their minds. Undoubtedly, they had an idea of where they were going and they were able to execute it perfectly. Well, probably not perfectly. They were able to execute it very well over time. But just imagine, you know, this small idea to create personal computers for the everyday person I don't think that they had any idea that it was going to turn into a trillion dollar company one day where literally everyone uses them. Everyone uses these things. I was just watching a, a documentary about, you know, in Colombia, people don't have enough money for shoes, but they spend their money on smartphones to to be connected, to, you know, to learn, to have this instant access to un, untapped potential. It's incredible. And just imagine if these people had succumbed to the idea that, to the, to the doubts and the, to the fear that they wouldn't be able to, you know, go through the process, you know, they wouldn't be able to conceptualize the, the product. They wouldn't be able to, you know, find some way to get distributors and to convince people that this is worth their time and worth doing. It's, a, it's amazing the amount of fear and anxiety that must have been derived from these ideas, but they did it. They decided that this, their idea was worth pursuing. And that's the main message that I want to provide to you today. You know, and, and I'm no guru. I have no you know, place providing you with this information. But what I'm trying to say is that don't just give up on these ideas because you're afraid of the potential outcome. You know, it's so cliche and it's so, you know, I, I feel like laughing a little bit when I say this because I feel so ridiculous giving this advice, but because it's so simple, but it so is, you know, just imagine if Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak decided that their idea to bring personal computing into your home was not worth the risk, was not worth the time. I mean, this, we're talking about something that at the time probably didn't they probably didn't conceptualize this, but it literally changed the course of humanity. And if they had succumbed to this idea of being too afraid and that ha- letting their doubts overcome them, you know, just consider for a moment how different our world would be. Whether or not that's for, you know, better or for worse, I'll let you make that decision. But it's really important that you listen to yourself and and don't let other people convince you that your ideas 
aren't sound. You have to do the things because you want to do them, and you have to put forth the necessary effort to make them come to fruition. So, the next topic that I wanted to sort of dive into, and I'll and I'll keep this brief because, you know, we went pretty in depth on the last one. I wanted to talk, and let me be clear: the reason that I want to talk about this topic is because number one, I want to start getting into different topics other than just health and fitness and that's again going back to the last topic it's just something that i've always wanted to do i've wanted to have a podcast where i could talk about just about anything i wanted and sometimes that's going to be fitness and sometimes it's not going to be fitness so if you're only interested in the fitness part of things now's your cue to end this episode and if that happens to be you i'm really thankful that uh, you stopped by and you listened the next talk, topic that I wanted to talk about is this idea of depression and anxiety. And, uh, you know, eventually I'm going to get into how working really hard has helped me get through it. But it's a topic that hits pretty close to me, and it's something that I wanted to talk about. So, depression and anxiety, where do we even start with that? You know, I think in recent years, the idea of depression and anxiety has been romanticized. And that might be fairly controversial, but I'm only talking from my personal experience. You know, I've dealt with varying degrees of depression and anxiety throughout the course of my life, mostly when I was in college. When I was an undergrad, there was a distinct time where I had my first real episode of depression and you know I think a lot of people talk about depression you know they're sad and they're down and maybe something's going on in their lives and obviously being depressed is subjective from one person to another but this what I experienced is something I would imagine is very closely related to clinical depression it was this period where I just had hopelessness and I couldn't find the reason for it. I couldn't understand why I had this immense cloud over my head of sadness and, and disappointment and, and fear and frustration. You know, there were times where I would just, I, I couldn't explain why I felt so shitty. You know, just this inability to keep myself from crying about nothing you know and that's really hard to admit it's hard to admit that you know i go through these periods of time where i'm just incredibly upset for no for no clear reason anxiety has been a different story anxiety is something that i've dealt with for a long time and it's a little bit i don't i don't know how to explain it the best. Um, the best way that I can describe how it makes me feel is, you know, whenever you get nervous, you know, and obviously that's sort of what anxiety is, but this, I, this feeling where you get like a knot in your stomach, where like your stomach drops, you know, sometimes my anxiety goes and comes, and sometimes it's much worse than others. I've just recently I want to say gotten through a period where my anxiety was 
to a point where it hadn't been before, you know, where every 30 seconds all day long I was getting these stomach drops and this inability to find joy in anything, you know, because I was nervous that if I did find joy in something that this overwhelming fear would come to fruition, you know, and, and many times, you know, this fear is un, unrooted in anything, you know, it's just irrational and illogical and, and, you know, I spend all this time trying to tell myself like, hey, you know, and, and convince myself that this anxiety is not rooted in anything legitimate. And that's sort of been my experience with depression and anxiety. There's oftentimes no trigger or there's oftentimes no explanation for why it's happening. And it creates this mental state where you feel as though there's nowhere to turn. You know, and I'm fortunate enough that, and and I don't want to say fortunate because I I feel like it's not that other people are unfortunate. I've been lucky enough to be in a position where I don't want to kill myself, and that's you know that's a really tough topic to talk about, but it's something that, you know, people think of it as the boogeyman, but you know we all see all these people that end up killing themselves, and you're like, boy, I wish. I wish they would have talked to somebody. I wish somebody would have reached out and, you know, nobody ever does. People who are depressed, they don't want to talk to anybody. You know, I'll be the first to tell you when I'm depressed and I have have anxiety, the last thing that I want to do is fucking talk to somebody who isn't going through it. You know, it's so difficult for people to relate. You know, you before I experienced depression, I didn't understand why people would be like that. Before I had dealt with real depression, I never understood, you know, I always like thought about this idea of, you know, these people who end up killing themselves, you know, and I still believe this. And it's one of the things that helps me get through these dark times. This idea that once you go through with it, then the pain starts for everybody else because you don't have to deal with the ramifications. It's everybody else that has to pick up the pieces, you know. And I've been fortunate enough to have that idea in my head that other people are worth me suffering, you know, to to be a part of their lives and not make them go through anything that's similar to what I'm going through. And, and I say that I'm fortunate because I do. I feel fortunate. I feel fortunate that I have people that care about me and that I have people that I give a shit about how their mental state is you know i give a shit about what they think and and how they feel and how my actions influence theirs and you know i'm not saying that other people don't consider other people i'm just saying that like some people don't have that they don't have that benefit they're not lucky enough to be able to see the forest through the trees so to speak you know and that's really, it's really difficult for me to talk about that, but I can tell you that being able to talk through situations with people about what's going on, even if they don't understand, just being able to get those words you know, out of my head for once, I can't tell you how much that actually improves your state. And, and I can say, and I can only say that for me, but I, I have to mention that if you're going through situations like this, 
reach out to the people that care about you because chances are they're going to be able to provide you with insight and options and different pieces of information that you might not have considered in the first place. And I can tell you it's, you know, sometimes you just need to get it out, even if they don't have a solution. Oftentimes just talking through those things helps you find your own solution. The other thing that that I truly believe in is just working really, really hard, you know, and it's hard to say that because when you're depressed, when you're depressed and have crazy anxiety, the last thing you want to do is go into the gym and bust ass. But man, I'll tell you, some sometimes that is what you need. You know, whether or not that's just to take your mind off of things, whether or not that's just to, you know, learn something about yourself and, you know, to feel alive, I don't know. I can tell you for me, when I'm when I'm under a bar that's got, you know, 300, 400 pounds or when I'm sprinting and I'm or I'm running, you know, uphill and to the point where I feel like I'm going to pass out and then realize that I'm not, there's something special that happens there to the psyche. There's something that tells you like, hey, you're still here. You're alive. You have this opportunity to go through these ups and downs. Use it to your advantage. Use this energy in some way that's going to improve your life. Use it. You know, go out and and just and test yourself. You know, there. You know, a lot of people. You know, I don't really get asked this, but I've been asked this in the past. You know, like why why do you do this? Like why do you want to work so hard? You know, wh- what are you getting out of it? And for me, it's one of the few times in life where I feel alive. This pain, this you know, this effort that I'm putting forth. It's there's something special. There's something primal about doing it, and it. You know, in my experience, it's the number one way to get over this feeling sorry for yourself and being afraid of everything in the world. You know, when when you look, when it when it seemingly feels like you're looking death in the face, somehow the the bullshit issues that you're going through just sort of seem to dissolve. So I just wanted to sort of talk about that and, you know, be open and this was also an opportunity you know a therapeutic opportunity for me to finally let my ego go you know i've struggled with depression and anxiety for a long time and 95 percent of the time i don't want to talk about it because of image because of my own ego because i want people to have this idea that i've got it all together you know because that's the idea that i've projected for my whole life is that I've, i've got it together i know what's going on And I don't, (laughs) you know, I'm just like how I would imagine every other person going through these growing pains, you know, it's the same way that I would imagine that they feel. And if I can manage to let at least one person know that they're not alone in feeling this way and that there is a way to get over these things and it's there's ways to get over them that aren't pharmaceutical, you know, and, and I'll be the first person to admit I self-medicate with a bunch of different things, things that I deem to be healthy enough for me to do it. But I have my own vices, you know, I have my ways to deal with these things that are in addition to, uh, you know, training and exercise and talking with people. But, you know, there's this idea that, 
you can just slap medicine on top of a problem and it'll go away. And I encourage you to consider that. Number one, you have the ability to get out of this shitty place. And number two, you don't always have to do it with drugs. So without further rambling, I think that about wraps up today's episode. I still haven't figured out what I'm going to start calling these new episodes. Probably going to give it something new. Uh, some sort of new name. So if you have some ideas of what you think would be a great name for the podcast, please let me know. Drop me a comment underneath, you know, underneath or in a review or wherever you're listening to this. It doesn't really matter. If you leave a comment, there's a really good chance that I'm going to respond or that I'm going to listen to what you have to say. So I think that about wraps this episode up. And until next time, I'll see you next time. Thanks.